Shalom Aleichem, Abiyah 5613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Kiddushin Daf Lamed, Kiddushin 30a, pagination is 59, starting midway on the page, the beginning of the line is Ki Hai Tana De Tanya, and then we begin. The Gemara over here is discussing the responsibility of a parent to educate the child, and quotes a Pasuk that says, you shall teach it to your sons. I only know your sons. And how do I know even your grandsons? You should teach them to your children and to your children's children. So then why does it say sons? What's it coming to exclude if grandsons are not excluded? And the Gemara says, Your sons and not your daughters. And this is a fascinating distinction that although the responsibility on a parent is definitely to raise the daughters to be knowledgeable and committed Jews, and the environment of our education system might be just as required for daughters as for sons. There's really no difference. But in a more advanced perspective, there ultimately will be a difference between boys and girls. And we need to appreciate where that distinction would be. For basics, there's no difference in terms of the daughters needing to know the halachas, the way of Jewish observance, just like the boys, there's no difference in terms of using Torah as a bonding between us and Hashem. There's no difference. The place that there would be a difference is in terms of the obligation to ter- to learn Torah lishma, to learn Torah just for the sake of Torah, because there's a mitzvah to learn Torah intrinsically to honor Torah and to uphold the world, to toil in Torah, at that point there's a distinction between boys and girls. So, in terms of birchas ha-Torah, to recite the bracha, that there's a mitzvah of Torah, the girls and women do recite that bracha as well. But again, in that more advanced state, which, unfortunately, many Jews never reach, because first we're studying for observance sake, we're studying to bond with Hashem, to understand what this Judaism thing is, to understand our role in it. All of that is equal for boys and girls. But when it gets to far more advanced levels, there would be a distinction. Again, the term that's typically used is Torah lishma. Torah, for the sake of Torah alone, while a woman could do that, but it's not obligatory and it's not an obligation on the father to bring her to that great level. The main thrust of our Gemara, though, is the inclusion which the Gemara just presented, which is not only sons, but even grandsons. And in that vein, the Gemara continues, Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, 
Anybody who teaches his grandson Torah, meaning even his grandson Torah, the Torah considers it that you received it from Harsinai. In other words, if you teach your son Torah, certainly but even on your grandson's learning, it's as if you received it from Harsinai, meaning you are a conduit from Harsinai to teach it to your child, <clears throat> which is a remarkable perspective when we teach Torah, whether it's in the classroom or at home, to realize that the role of a parent or teacher is to be an accurate, an accurate conduit of Torah, linking back all the way to Harsinai, when Hashem gave us the Torah. Shenemar, it's based on this Pasuk, teach it to your child and your grandchild, on that great day when you stood in front of Hashem in Chorev, another word for Harsinai. The Gemara continues with a practical story. He saw this great rabbi rushing in the morning. He didn't have time to put on his full regalia, his hat. Instead, he only put on a quick covering. That's all he had as he ran out. And he was bringing his child to the place of gathering for study. Omalei, Maikulei, what's the big rush? Omalei, and he answered, is it small to you that which is written? And he quotes the Pasuk that we just learned. That it's like receiving the Torah from Har Sinai. And it would seem from the story that this is even just bringing your children to the yeshiva. It doesn't even say that he's the one who was the teacher. He was bringing the child and the experience is reliving the experience of Harsinai as we transmit that to the next generation. The Gemara says, Mikan from then on, based on this lesson of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Chia Bar Abba would not eat in the morning until he studied with the child and learned something new and added on to the learning. So he reviewed and he learned new and that's a tremendous lesson in the gravity, if you will, the seriousness, the tremendous opportunity of teaching Torah to the new generation. On the very bottom of the page, one line up, we have another important perspective regarding Torah study. Tanurabanan we learnt, Vishinantam, which means and you should teach them. But interestingly enough, the root word here is shain, a tooth. And the Gemara infers that Torah should be sharp in your mouth, refined, 
very pristine, cutting edge. Shem adam davar. If anybody would ask you something, altegam game, you should not have to stutter, mumble, fumble for an answer. V'tomar lo, and then answer him. Ela emor lo miyad. You should be able to answer the question right away. Person should be proficient in Torah. This analogy to the human body is a remarkable analogy. If you'll think about it, on the human body, there is one place that's like a razor, like a knife. It functions with sharpness to cut through things, and that's the teeth. And it's by the mouth. And Torah is transmitted by the mouth, by communication. And over there, by the mouth, the word vishinantam, and you should teach them, makes reference to the teeth, cutting edge, able to cut clearly between two things with precision. And that's the kind of knowledge that we want people to have in Torah, that they could make very clear distinctions between different things and be able to answer questions with accuracy. Rav Shamshu Hirsch makes a fascinating additional observation. He says, perhaps vishinantam, to compare teaching Torah to the next generation, to the power of a tooth, is that you should teach Torah in bite-sized increments. Don't do overload. Just like the tooth has the ability to chomp the food in a way that the body can digest it, so too intellectually one should transmit the information in a way that the person is able to digest it, so to speak, and absorb the material effectively. Yashakoach, thank you for joining.